for most of the professional work um, in corporate areas, we, we, we are seeing the approach of a hybrid environment for the post-COVID uh, era, yes, because now we are still in, in quarantines in Chile and in the region, so many countries have so many problems. So most of the people is working remotely because it's the way that we, we can live and work right now. But um, talking with many HR managers, <laughs> HR directors are around, the, around the city, in many, many international and local companies, they are thinking about um, a hybrid environment for, 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 the, for the time to come. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. As you know, by now, I love our international conversations with leaders from all over the world. But I especially like when I find Venezuelan leaders living anywhere in the world and making a difference in the world and the work of organizations and human resources. So I am really, really excited to have a conversation with a fellow Venezuelan today uh, during the podcast. So I want to welcome Karina, who is a professional with a lot of experience uh, working in organizational change, especially in the Latin American region. She's now an associate director at Robert Half, and she's living in Chile from Venezuela. So Karina, welcome to the show. How are you? Fine. Thank you, Enrique. It's my pleasure to be with you today. So great. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, some people will ask me, why didn't you do that in Spanish from Venezuela? <laughs> well, exactly. Well, we, we want to, 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 to get to many other aliens that is not from Venezuela or Latin America. We want to speak to everybody and reach everybody. So English is it's fine. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to have this conversation with you. And, and I, I want to begin our conversation by asking you about this, this idea of the hybrid world of work, right? Uh, there were organizations working remotely before the pandemic, but the pandemic basically changed everything for everybody. And now it's becoming much more prevalent to think about the possibilities of a hybrid workplace where some people come to work if they want to, they have the flexibility or they have to come to the office whenever. So what are you seeing when it comes to this hybrid approach to work? Yes, um, for most of the professional work um, in corporate areas, we, we, we are seeing the approach of a hybrid environment for the post-COVID era, yes, because now we are still in, in quarantines in Chile and in the region, so many countries have so many problems. So most of the people is working remotely because it's the way that we, we can live and work right now. But um, talking with many HR managers, <laughs> HR directors are around, the, around the city in many, many international and local companies, they are thinking about um, a hybrid environment for, 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 the, for the time to come. And, and hybrid, um, it depends on the company and what are the type of roles and what is the type of industry that you work for. Sometimes that hybrid model uh, means that you have more flexibility in your time schedules, that you have to, that you have the flexibility to, to choose if you want to work remotely or you want to go uh, at the office. Um, for others, are, are, are more regulated. So you, you have only one day that you can work at home or out of the office if you want to. And the other four, you have to get to the office and work with your peers and get in a social environment with them. It, we are seeing a, definitely a hybrid environment, but it, it changes a lot between companies, between roles. 
um, between industries because if you have a company for industry in the agro in, in the agro the industry sector that in Chile is based very big and important you have productions you have logistics you have operations you have I don't know many other things that have to be present so it, it's not that uh, to maintain the, the 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 balance between the opportunities for everybody oh if I'm a professional and I don't know in HR I can go uh, just one day a week and, and all my peers in operation have to go every day. <laughs> it, 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 does, it doesn't look so fair for everybody. No. So for those type of companies they are trying to create an environment that you get more flexibility no. and probably you get more a space you can choose more um, if we compare from the past, <laughs> from pre-COVID time. But anyway, you have to go to the office to be, to be more fair with the other people that have to be there every day in a daily basis, every day, Monday to Monday. Yeah. Uh, but for other professional areas, consulting, I don't know, technology, we are seeing uh, a, develop, a further development that many companies are leaving their offices and going to a full remote environment. So I, I see that it's, it's, it's gonna be very different um, from the, where we, the, the place we were but it, it changes a lot between companies and industries, really. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a, a whole new world of opportunities. And But the thing is, if you are from technology particularly, and you have the opportunity to work full remotely and you want to, you're going to choose where to work, uh, then you can, you can fulfill that work 100% remotely. And so the companies are trying to, to, to get to the, this type of talent that they want to work 100% remotely, and you, you cannot offer that. It's gonna be, um, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be gonna, it's gonna become a problem for those yeah. talents, and to, to reach to those talents, uh, if they are gonna, if they want to choose what to do, and and if you are a company that cannot offer them the full spectrum of possibilities, so there are new challenges ahead because everybody has to choose the the best path for them, for their companies, their activities, and their people. But it's a big market, right? So yeah. <laughs> people yeah. will have more options. People will have more, more, more places to choose from than yeah. in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's it's interesting to think that uh, we we may think that something is good, but then for some people it may not be totally good or fair. And you just mentioned a great example of one of the things that we have to keep in mind when we are you know, creating this remote environment or hybrid work workplace, which is what happens with the people that cannot, because of the work they do, that cannot work from home. How are they going to feel when they see their peers like, hey, Enrique is not around anymore. You know, he's always working from home. So it, 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 it creates a number of challenges. And especially if you think about traditional organizational thinking, we, we had this idea in mind, this old you know, obsolete premise that somebody who is productive is somebody who is sitting in the office. So yes. if you happen That's to be the, ma the manager, right, and you don't see, you see some people in the office and not others, that can be dangerous, I think, if you don't also change the mindset of those leaders. So how do you think we could address that? How, what can we do? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's still a challenge, right? Yeah. I think it's still a challenge to think how to manage or lead people in a remote environment just as it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it's even more complex when you have some people going to the office and then some people remotely, because yeah. that's exactly what you're saying. Maybe you are more related or you see more or you, I don't know, related better with the people that are with you at the office. And what happened with the others that are, that are out and are out for many, so many reasons. And no, it's not, it's not that they are not doing a good job. It's, this, it's only that they are not here right now. Yeah. So I think the first challenge that we have now, uh, thinking from HR is uh, given really the, the tools that our managers, our leaders need uh, to adapt to this remote working first, because I, I think there is still a gap because it's only, it's only been one year and we have to do it really in a hurry. Uh, I still there, there is a space for development, leadership skills for this environment. Uh, and, and I think it's, not only in the initial size, more on the social social emotional skills. Yeah. It's about uh, emotional intelligence to be to have more empathy with the people that are around you, with your peers, with your with your coworkers, with the people that you manage. Um, I think it, it, it tends to be more um, emotional uh, than than I don't know than so structure. Or yeah. You have the structure, you have the technology right now. Everybody kind of knows how to do it. Uh, but how do you relate with people? How do you connect with them, with their realities and how they're feeling? And for, for instance, now in our market, um, one of our main issues is, is, is mental health. Yeah. People are, are again at home. So they are again facing quarantines. They, are, they are cannot face social encounters with anybody, not their families, their friends, their, the people that they, they want to. So it's like people are tired. Uh, so how do you prepare your managers, your leaders to, to, to give them like this hope and this um, re- strong relationship with them and uh, to help them go through this difficult time and to be also productive and, and I don't know, and, and, and to keep doing what they, they need to do. Uh, I think it is a challenge yeah. and it's still a challenge. This is the, our actual environment. Yeah. I think there's still a gap there. And then it's going to be more challenging even when we are thinking about this hybrid work because it's a new thing for us, for everybody else. It was going full remotely. The full hybrid is also a different model. And in a hybrid world, uh, after pandemic, um, you will have the flexibility and the openness to go out, right? To go to your friends, to take a coffee, to work from, I don't know, Starbucks, wherever you work. So it changed, it changed the mindset because now you have to work remotely because you are obliged to, because yeah. you don't have any other option. But in a hybrid world, we really don't know how it will look like. And, yeah. and you can think now what are your options or your preferences, but it may change in the future. Yeah. It may change on base what we see later, later on. So um, we don't have that <laughs> the magic wind. We, we don't have all the answers. Exactly, to know, I don't know, what's going to happen later. We can see the trends. But for sure, in terms of uh, challenges, um, developing the right skills in our leaders and in our people, I think it's, it's, it's very important to cope with these times and with these uh, swift changes that, that yeah. occur so quickly. We have now more COVID, more quarantines, at least in, in Latin America region. And then we, ha- we will have, I don't know when, but for sure in the near future, this hybrid world. Oh, and we don't know yet how it will look like for us and for our leaders. So yeah, there are challenging times. Yeah. Absolutely. And I like the idea of 
uh, providing the tools to the leaders to be able to do their work in this new environment. Because the reality, like you said before, we were all of us thrown into this new world of work and nobody nobody really had the the entire uh you know a playbook on how to do these things and that meant that we all had to figure it out together right but it's really critical that we continue to provide those tools for the leaders to be skilled in order to uh, uh, be effective in in leading their teams in a hybrid workplace and the example that we talked about before you know, it doesn't matter anymore who is coming to the office or not. That's not how you can measure the performance or productivity of your people. If that was the way you were doing it before, which was wrong either way. Um, yeah. But now you got to make sure that you remove that bias from your uh, from your mind and say, you know what, I don't care who's in the office or not. I will look at the work that they are actually doing. And that requires really a toolbox that, you know, uh, we still have to work really hard uh, into developing. So, so Karina, let me ask you this. Um, as we get closer to the, to the end of our conversation here, wh- what do you think should be the priority, uh, the list of priorities for HR leaders this 2021 when it comes to remote work? What do you think they should have you know, as the focus of their, of their attention going forward? Yes, uh, I think it, it, it's important to know uh, what the future will look like in terms of policies. I think it's important to make sure people understand where they're thinking, yeah. communicate it well, um, and make people participate, create, and not, not only uh, do it from HR, uh, be, hear the people, make some surveys, hear what they're saying, hear where they, it's important for them. Um, because maintaining a, a good environment uh, to work is very important for people right now, really. Yeah. So uh, I think policies are, are, are on, the, on the table because we have, we have to uh, define how the future will look like. And people are starting to, to ask for questions for, uh, about it. So it's important to think about it and also include people on those decisions, on those um, uh, on, on those sessions, so you can you can understand what they're saying, what they need, and how you can kind of incorporate that on your policies. Then also, I, I think if you if you if you are asking me about right now this year, I think um, choosing what to do on on upskilling is many is very very important. Um, I think in terms of technology, in terms of processes. Um, in, ter- in terms of leadership, and we will talk about uh, the skills that people need to, to continue working in a remote environment or in a hybrid environment. Or uh, I've seen so many companies make huge changes on the way they work and, and on the business model to adapt to these new times. So I think uh, training and development is going to be a very important part of the challenges from HR this, this, this year, for sure. That's and a, not, yeah. it's not going to be, I don't know, uh, created and done this year. It's going to start a path of change of mindset or business or budget about uh, professional development that is very important now to start now for the future. Uh, absolutely. In fact, you know, I always say the future is not happening in the future. The future is happening right now. It's in the making right now. And okay. it's totally up to us to make sure that we are truly building uh, the, the the development, the upskilling and reskilling agenda for, for ourselves in HR, you know, as, as HR leaders and for our people. 
So Karina, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Great conversation. Thank you, Enrique, for inviting me. Thank Good you. to thank, be here. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. See you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.